We've been gone for two weeks and this shit just explodes. Yep. Whatever. We're good now. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HGS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 266 for the week of January 1st, 2023. I didn't say 2022. Nah, I probably would have. I didn't fuck it up, baby. We're here. The title of this week's episode is the five-year anniversary in the future of HCS Pro Talk. Woo! We took two weeks off. Well, kind of like three. It doesn't matter. We're back. <laughs> we Bring are back. back. And we're wearing like black. Yeah. You know? Or, or, yeah, yeah. It worked out. I mean, Kai, shut up. I'm, it, I'm <laughs> in gray, but you know. Woo! See you later, Swole Daddy. Barnaby Jones. I'm going to change your heck to a hell. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's good to be back. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the Oats Overnight hoodie that he got for free because somebody threw it to his ass in the fucking crowd. Jeez. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm doing good, but damn, you got some energy there. Oh, it's been building up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, doing good. How are you? How are you doing? How I'm doing? great. Yeah, yeah. We're we're back. We're back. We're here. Yeah. I made gin and tonics. Oh yeah, for our five year. Happy five year anniversary, buddy. Happy five years. Let's go. Here's to twenty five more. Twenty five up. Huh? 25 more. Uh, okay. <laughs> what do you think? It's a good drink. Good old classic G&T is a good drink. It's a, it's a great drink. <laughs> Let's catch up real quick before we get into the thick of it. First up, um, if I can fucking hold... Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah! Fox too quick with a four-month primer. Uncle Puppy with the seven-month tier three sub. It's insane. Justin with the 24-month, the two years. Raider Hater with the 13-month. And Carnage with the five-monther. You all get a woo! And thank you all for the hype train as well. It's great to be back. We got a lot to talk about. Thank you, Rain. Greatly appreciated. All in one. Swole Daddy. Winkler, Uncle Pumpy, Fox, Carnage, Barnaby Jones, Justin, Raider, Hater, Carnage, Rain, and Mythic. Thank you all so much. Welcome back to the live show. Everybody is turning it, turning, tuning in to the audio version of the every now and then. Um, to everybody tuning into the live show, everybody that's tuning into the audio version or checking out the VOD, thank you as well. Welcome. It's going to be a good time. we got a lot to talk about. Will, speaking of which, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? Well, first, Brian left a paragraph. As always. As always. With the 28th month resub, you get a woo! And Malum, thank you as well. Greatly appreciated. On this week's episode of the show, we have... It's our five-year anniversary, so we launched a Patreon. 
Yes, we did. Yes, we fucking did. So guess what? You can give us more money, bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. Do it if you want. You get some cool perks depending upon the tier that you do. We'll talk about that very quickly. Uh, and, I mean, we'll talk about that shortly. That's what I meant to say. Um, the sandbox continues to be a competitive issue because, you know, it's Halo Infinite. It's the sandbox. What do you expect? We're looking forward to the HCS in the new year. Roster mania continues to heat up leading into the competitive season. Our first topic of the future of esports organizations and shining a positive light, believe it or not, on the HCS. And our second topic of the HCS Pro Talk Awards. Malum with the gifted sub. Oh, you also get a woo! Thank you very much for the gifted sub to Pistol RX. And Daddy, welcome back. Well, without further ado, we are not going to get into some competitive news because we have an announcement. It is our HCS Pro Talk Patreon. That's right. Yes. To kick off the new year, to kick off five years of us doing this thing, we decided, why don't we do more, but not necessarily related to this thing? So we launched a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash HCS pro talk, you will see everything there and what you can get. If you want to spend money. Um, and also, uh, fucking exclamation point, Patreon in the chat. That works too. Um, but let's get into what actually you can get. If you decide to subscribe at a specific tier, um, let me, let me put a preface here. None of this show that you get currently right now that we do weekly or now we're coming back to doing weekly. None of that changes. Okay. You always get the show. Um, you always get it on Tuesday. Okay. Or if you're tuning in live, you get it on Monday. You always get this show no matter what that's, you don't have to be a subscriber on Patreon to get any of this. Okay. Our beautiful faces. Well, his beautiful face, my ugly face will always be here for you regardless of Patreon. But if you want to subscribe on Patreon, here's what you get. You can become a supporter for $2 a month. And at this tier, you will be a monetary supporter of HCS Pro Talk. Uh, please note that this tier is strictly supporting us monetarily and does not include any additional perks. So instead, if like you didn't want to spend the money on a Twitch sub, which you can get emotes for, which are pretty fucking cool, let's be real. Um, you could just, if you wanted to support us monetarily, you can do so for two bucks a month if you want to, um, but you don't get any additional perks. If you want to upgrade to the $5 a month tier, you will become a semi-pro. Okay. Do you see where this is going now? Because you should understand. So at the semi-pro tier, you have begun your competitive Halo career, Will, and have gained the title of semi-pro after plenty of community tournament wins, climbing the ranks in infinite and making a name for yourself. And clearly I uh, had a typo in there. That's my fault. You will gain access to the following at this tier. An exclusive monthly audio podcast that will be dedicated to non-Halo related things that the hosts us enjoy. You thought the original show was off the rails? Just wait and see. See what I did there? You can participate in monthly Q&As with the hosts of HTS Pro Talk. That's us again. These will take place in the private Discord channel for patrons within the HCS Pro Talk Discord server. 
Speaking of which, you get access to a private patron-only Discord channel within the HCS Pro Talk server, and you get a direct shout-out during episodes of HCS Pro Talk, which is what this is right now. You can become a pro. See? You see where this is going? You can become a pro at 10 bucks a month. So at this tier, you've made strides in your competitive Halo career and have gained the title of pro after signing to a major organization, getting top placings at major events, and also getting some of those MVP votes. You will gain access to the following. A monthly exclusive video series titled Pro Talk Plays, where the hosts of HCS Pro Talk, guess what, that's us, will get together and play, uh, and either play Halo or a random game together, shenanigans will ensue. You will also be able to send emails and voicemails in with your questions, and they will be read and listened to during the main show, which is this. You can vote for the main topic of an episode of HCS Pro Talk, and you will receive an end-of-the-year thank you video from us as well. And of course, you get all the earlier rewards as well in the $5 tier if you subscribe at the $10 tier. And then finally, at $25 a month, it's kind of a jump, but you will obtain the GOAT status. You will become Tom Brady personified. I'm just kidding. But at $25 a month, it's the GOAT status. At this tier, you have reached the pinnacle of a professional Halo player. You were looked at in the same light as an Ogre 2, a Lethal, a Pistola. You are now the greatest of all time. You will gain access to the following, a monthly series titled Play With Pro Talk, where once a month, a randomly chosen patron at this tier gets to play either campaign or multiplayer in the Halo game of that patron's choosing with us. It'll be an hour limit for the PlayStation, and uh, we will plan it in advance for the schedule, okay, to make sure everything works out. But there's a couple caveats here. The first one is, if the chosen patron does not attend at the scheduled date and time, their slot is forfeit, and another patron at this tier will be randomly selected. And if the chosen patron attends at the scheduled date and time, they will be removed from the pool until all remaining patrons at this tier are selected. So there you go. So there's four tiers. If you ever so choose to want to support us even further than you already do, or if you want to not do Twitch anymore and you want to do Patreon exclusively, it's completely up to you. Uh, this show will stay forever the way that it is, so you don't need to worry about that. We just we decided to do a Patreon. We were, had thoughts about doing a Patreon for so long that we just wanted an opportunity to give supporters other things to enjoy as well. Um, so yeah. Is there anything you want to add about the Patreon, Will, before we move on? No, I think you got it all. Just uh, excited to do a little bit more content over there and get more stuff out there. It'll be a good time. Yeah. I'm excited. And Tiger Tom, Lucid's dad, yes. says, hey, fellas, hello. happy new year, and let's make 2023 the best year. Papa Lucid say hello to y'all. Let's go. Let's go indeed. And thank you. Thank you very much, Papa Lucid. Welcome back. Good to see you. And uh, very excited for the competitive season to kick back up again. Just kind of waiting for all the rosters to be finalized because shit's crazy. All right, Will, without further ado, let's get into some competitive news. Europa Halo gears up for 2023. And no, this is not a reference to Gears of War. 
Uh, this is by Europa Halo. Europa Halo staff applications for 2023. We have reset all 2022 applications to join Europa Halo. We have a variety of roles from casting to production, a great way to enter into esports. Lots of great stuff we have planned for 2023. So if you want to get in on that action, you should join up. And a link's included uh, in their tweet, which is included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes and chat. Bada bing, bada boom. Halo Draft League returns with a January event, Will. This is my Halo Draft League. Would you like our next event to be the start of a franchise series featuring a tournament for each game and Halo franchise? Um, teams and individuals would be welcome or a normal draft tournament. You can check out the poll that they have included in the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. GT Halo returns with a January event as well. This is by GT Halo. Time to start 2023 with a bang! The great folks at Invictus have invited us back to use their space on Sunday, January 22nd. Fill out the Google form if you plan on attending so we know how much space to save. And you should do that. Next up, LVT Halo is born. This is by LVT. 2023 will be the year of LVT Halo, a Halo esports community broadcast channel. ASAP LVT Productions will become LVT Halo. There you fucking go. Will the sandbox issues continue? This is by many. First up, we have a by none other than Lucid himself. My two cents on what to GA. Every tier one weapon is treated like it's a tier two. Every single weapon on the map drops to half the ammo it has right now. Some weapons still may need to be removed entirely, but this is the start in my opinion. Then we had 343 Taxi. Uh, who works for 343, chime in and said, late to the party, but do you feel increasing the respawn cooldown would also work? Reducing ammo off the rack and reducing the amount that spawn both increase the scarcity for the pickup weapons. Having the ammo gives us more weapon turnover on death, which is important to us. Lucid says, if that's the case, then the initial weapon pickups need to last in the map much longer, so a new full-stocked weapon isn't respawning as quickly as they do now. It's okay for weapons to be in play, but every weapon currently is in play all the time. There is no downtime. And the 343 Taxi replied with, I uh, really like the synopsis. We already have a rack rule change in main, but going to pull down the ammo reduction version for comparison. Appreciate everyone's input. See, look at this feedback being given in a respectful manner. Makes me feel all fucking tingly inside. And we have confirmation that they're actually looking at it and doing it. Isn't it crazy? It's just, it's just fucking crazy. Um, catching up on chat real quick. Woolsai says, man, I feel like in the next week you will, we will see some crazy roster changes other than optic and SSG. Every team will be way different. What do y'all think? I don't fucking know, man. We shall have to wait and see. There is this whole Sentinels rumor going around right now. Um, which we can briefly talk about in roster mania, uh, because it is just a rumor at this point. There are no confirmed sources coming out and saying this. It's, it came from a Reddit post. Um, so take it for what you will, but we'll, we'll talk about everything during roster mania. Then Empyrean or the pit looking rough for competition. This is by Spartan and Hoaxer. Spartan says, Pit Slayer with the sandbox available on the map might be the worst game type in HCS yet. Didn't think that would be possible, but here we are. And again, this is Pit Slayer, okay? Hoaxer replied with, this is correct. Empyrean plus Slayer equals Purgatory. 
Spartan said, I'd take Catalyst Slayer over this 1,000 times, and that is saying something. And Hoaxer says, unfortunately, I agree. Will, have you had an opportunity to to kick it in uh, Empyrean Slayer in not, Ranked? Not for Ranked, um, but they had the, the playlist for a while. Yes, the Empyrean Unlimited or whatever it was called. Yeah, and it's... Um, yeah, it's, it, I don't know. It's fine. Okay. I don't think right. it's, I don't know. Maybe I would take Catalyst over it as well, but it's tough without having the competitive settings on it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if, like, teams are just not moving. They all have range with the BR and the sniper. Mm-hmm. They're sitting back waiting for each other to make a move. I haven't really seen scrims much, so... They're not streaming them either. Yeah. Curious to how it's being played at a pro level and what's causing that reaction. The thing that I find funny is that uh, I there's something fucking amazing about spawning into that map and immediately grabbing a fusion coil off the rip. Oh, yeah. And somebody comes through green and just fucking decking them in the face as they round the corner. Every time, too. Oh, someone always pushes. It's the funniest fucking thing to see happen. And I, like, I, it sucks when it happens to, obviously, us, but, like, when you do it to somebody, oh, it feels unbelievably good. Um, Daddy says, I don't know what it's all the hate about the pit. I really don't think it's that bad. For me, if you're going to hate a map and start changing, you have to start with Detachment and Argyle. You're talking about Argyle, the versatile trash pile? Well, it's funny you mentioned that because when I said the pit is looking rough for competition, so is Argyle, the versatile trash pile. This is my Spartan. He says, I'd rather have Catalyst and Bizarre back over Detachment and Argyle. Well, for what it's worth, we do know, like, I'm pretty fucking sure we already talked about this before our break, that detachment is not going to be in the HCS. Right. It's in ranked, but not. Right. Not the HCS. It'll be Argyle and Empyrean that'll be in, that'll be in the HCS, but uh, detachment will not be. So... Spartan, I understand your frustration in the ranked playlist, and I know it's a one-to-one representation mostly, besides now detachment and fucking behemoth way long ago. But at least you don't have to worry about it when it comes into fucking, like, competitive play, you know what I mean? (sighs) Carnage says, I I actually feel like the pit played well aside from spawns. Spawns do feel pretty fucking terrible on that map. I will say that. I have had some some poor things happen with spawns. Um, but you know what may not have shitty spawns will what's that Plaza when it comes back from five into infinite for season three of Halo infinite. <laughs> That's right. Plaza is coming with season three of Halo infinite. And it's going to be made in forge again. So that's fun. But hey, Plaza wasn't that bad. Did you like Plaza in 5? I did with the... Advanced movement? Abilities, yeah. Yeah. Will it be too too many choke points and too many angles without the abilities is my question. It's a good question. It's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm anxious to see... It's one thing to like add 
the map in. And I know that they're going to change things up slightly because they did that with the pit and that's fine. Um, my problem is I hope they don't just shoehorn it into competitive because it was already a competitive map in five. I want it to be in competitive if, if it plays well. And mm-hmm. obviously for that to happen, it needs to be play tested and pros need to get their hands on it. Blah, 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 blah. It's just, I mean, I like what they did for the pit changes. Like I, I do. I genuinely like them. Um, so yeah, I'll keep an open mind about this. Uh, what I was kind of hoping for, I'm not mad that they're going to be doing like a forge redo of Plaza. I'm not mad at that. Uh, like I would have probably like Hall CM more, um, from a personal standpoint. I, I, I just like Hall CM more of a map as a map. So that'd just be me. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Ogre one is looking to return to esports. It's by Ogre One. He says, now that we are post esports awards, I would like to formally announce that I am looking to get another position in the industry, Halo or otherwise. DMs are open. So good luck to Ogre One. And uh, yeah, I, I guess that's really all I have to say. You'll have a shout out later on in the show. Yule Tidings and Yonder by 343 Industries. And uh, this was their like end of the year blog post on Halo Waypoint. And the reason why I included this is because this is to talk specifically. I only included in this part what's talked about for the HCS. So without further ado, let's get into what Tashi said. He says, we already shared a few details at Halo World Championship of what to expect. As you may have seen, the Optic event has been postponed into 2023 and will work closely with Optic to ensure it lines up nicely with the HCS calendar and that it's a great event for all fans to attend. Kicking us off in January, however, is the Spartan Showdown. Was it Snowdown? Is it actually Snowdown? No way. They said Snowdown Space. Let's uh, look at the Space Station tweet here. Oh, my God. It is actually Snowdown. Oh, I feel stupid. They changed? Or they- no, I think it's always been Snowdown. I'm just a fucking idiot. And there's Maddie Rums, baby. So, kicking us off in January, however, is the Spartan Snowdown from the amazing minds at Space Station. More details to come before the holidays, but this will be one you don't want to miss as it'll be the first competition featuring Argyle, the versatile trash pile, and Empyrean, the reimagining of the pit. Definitely curious to see all the rosters at that time. Maddie says it was originally Showdown, he believes. Oh, well. And of course, the first major of 2023 will be in Charlotte, North Carolina from February 24th through the 26th with our partner, City Sports Engine. This will be an open event featuring open bracket players from around the world that want to enter, as well as all the top pro teams back on the main stage once again for the first time since the Halo World Championship, except a lot of the rosters are going to be fucking different. Maybe. You can expect VIP and GA tickets and team passes to go on sale in January. You can also expect the all-new HCS Partner Team Bundles to drop shortly after Charlotte with the launch of Season 3 for Halo Infinite. The teams have have really outdone themselves with the designs, and we've given them access to a few more tools to be more creative than in Year 1. We can't wait for you all to see them. Neither can I. And yes, Wolf's Eye, we'll talk about that very shortly because that's also in the notes. 
Later in January, we're targeting to have the rest of the HCS 2023 roadmap available as we did last year. We are in the midst of finalizing the roadmap as well as the format updates, and we're looking forward to sharing more in January. Our primary goals are around viewership and participation, and we're making adjustments to maximize those as best we can. I can't understate how monumental of a task it is to put together a full year roadmap, particularly when we were just traveling around the world running the first year of Halo Infinite Esports at the same time. In some ways, it's been more challenging than before the game launched. We are committed to the long-term sustainability of the scene, and we want fans and players to be able to plan out their entire year ahead of time. And uh, myself and my wife will greatly appreciate that as well. On the topic of maps, modes, and settings, you can expect to see the full list of map and mode combinations in the new year, as well as some updates to settings on Argyle, the versatile trash pile, and Empyrean based on player feedback. Doesn't sound like that fucker's being removed, though. So enjoy. Additionally, the studio is working on a balance update to land just before Charlotte to further refine competitive play just before the big event. Look for more specifics in early January. The only thing I'm going to add about that supposed patch coming right before the fucking event, and better not break anything right before the fucking event. <laughs> Um, and you're changing settings right before an event. Like great there's, there's going to be no practice on with, you know, with what's on those maps. I feel like we're going to have a lot more fun come Charlotte. <laughs> I just hope, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to keep an open mind here. We yeah. know we've, we've seen what has happened in other competitive titles when they release a patch right before a major event. Not good things have happened. Right. So I'm not going to say that's what's going to happen with Halo. I just, and because every studio and every engine is different um, and every development style is different. It's just, there's somewhat of a little bit of a track record when it comes to releasing a patch right before an event. It, it could be, uh, I'm going to keep an open mind. I'm hopeful that it's going to be okay and everything's just perfectly fine. Patch comes out. Cool. Everything's great. Things work better. Awesome. But in the back of my mind, you never know. But uh, while we are still waiting on some information to come because it, it January did just start, uh, I am happy to see that Tashi and the team are still fully committed to get the roadmap out on time. Um, balance updates, uh, updates to like maps, whatever it may be, keeping things in line for competitive integrity. Love all that. So looking forward to it. Next up, the Space Station Spartan Snowdown information. This is my Space Station Gaming. Boot up, gloves on, bitch. The $25,000 SSG Spartan Snowdown is here. Well, not here yet, but coming. Uh, we'll be bringing the community together with some high-end competition mixed with some new Forge modes in a pinch of SSG's attempt at running an HCS event. In other words, the perfect recipe for a wild weekend. See ya on January 13th and 14th. Forget everything you know about Halo events because this one's gone through the SSG mixer. Stop by the main broadcast on January 13th and 14th to catch the show, earn Twitch drops, and see our incredible, biased but true, Forge maps. 
Open qualifier will be on January 7th to January 8th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. With It'll be 4v4 HCS settings and game types, double elimination bracket, 128 team capacity, and it'll be North American and Mexico eligible to participate. The main event will be on January 13th and 14th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. 16 teams, 12 invited, and four from the open bracket compete in the main event. On top of that, the Forge show match on the 14th will reveal two brand new maps and because we're buds, they'll be available to play right after the event. Pool play and double elimination bracket for that. North American and Mexico are eligible to participate. For North America, the age of eligibility is 13, and that includes United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. And for Mexico, the age of eligibility is 16, and that includes, obviously, Mexico. This tournament is governed by the official HCS handbook. You can please reference this handbook prior to registration for the tournament. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the competitive news. For those who may not know, we did a little bit of a format change for the show. Therefore, Will, what do we got next? Roster Media! Oh, it felt yeah. good to hear that again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roster Mania. Got some things going on around the scene. Rob the Turtle and commonly announced free agency. Uh, Rob put out there, free agent for HCS Season 2, had a great performance at Orlando and had been in a monk mode for three months working on my physical well-being. Down to make some noise at Charlotte. And commonly team of two, question mark? Yeah, so uh, commonly retired um, a little while ago, as a matter of fact, or said he was stepping away. And uh, we wished him the best at that point in time. And um, sounds like he might be interested in coming back. All right. So there's that. All right. Next up, some G1 news. Yes. All right. Sorry to make you read. It's all good. Uh, they signed Red Nomster as a content creator slash forger. So joins the G1 team. Mm-hmm. And then Eli the Ninja steps down as G1 coach. This is all by Eli. And I quote, Today I announced that for the 2023, or for 2023, I will be stepping down as the forward-facing on-stage coach of the G1 Pro Halo team. To put things simply, G1 is currently in the midst of an internal transformation in order for the org to be more organized and efficient, or, sorry, more organized and efficient as needed to keep up with the demand of our increasing expansion in esports. In the process of this transformation, many roles are changing or being more clearly defined so that each member is in a position which best suits their strengths and personality type and knows what their daily job duties are. During these changes, it has been decided that my role with G1 will now take a different shape that better fits my abilities. And I will do my best uh, excuse me, to explain how and why. Throughout 22, I generally enjoyed my role as coach of the pro team and felt my knowledge and analytics were helpful to the team outside of the game. But when it came to actual in-the-moment coaching during matches or scrims, I never felt super comfortable or satisfied. I generally believed in the players' decisions, decision-making and felt like my influence really wasn't that great during at the matches. Taking a more passive approach of timing weapons and items without really making play calls. This led to spending day after day feeling like I was simply a timer bot for four hours every day in scrims, which was rarely rewarding and often under uh, understimulating. Although as a player, I can feel 
what needs to be done to win a game, verbalizing it in the moment can be challenging for me. This inability to convert what I am seeing or thinking into words quickly and effectively is a definite hindrance as a live coach. The more meaningful work I did wouldn't come until the next day when I would spend hours reviewing the footage and breaking the games down in a more analytical way. When I have time to fully convert my thoughts and feelings into words, certain players on the team acknowledge this, noting that I needed to improve my live coaching, but they saw immense value in my analytical work. It was eventually decided that I should focus my efforts solely into the analytics so that I could provide the team with more value going forward and allow a new person to take my place on the stage. This leads to my <clears throat> my title and role at G1 taking a new shape. In 2023, you will not see me on the stage standing behind the players of G1. I'm happy to announce that my replacement in that aspect is someone I know and trust to be confident and comfortable in a live coaching environment. I cannot yet say who, but look out for that announcement in the near future. Instead, my role with the Halo team will be to continue working on analytics behind the scenes. But that is not the only thing I will be doing for G1. There are many new projects being cooked up at G1, and I will be a big part of a few of them. One of our biggest announcements in Halo is coming soon, one that I'm very excited about but cannot yet share details. It's a project that means a lot to me and I'm glad to be working on. Another one I can go ahead and tease a little bit is the G1 podcast. We have already recorded a few episodes, one where I'm the guest and another where I'm the host. So those are going to be some awesome content to check out when they drop. I expect to be a part of at least a handful of the G1 podcast during 23. I will also be taking a bigger role with social media for G1, something I've already started to help shape our voice within the space. Whew. All right, all that from Eli the Ninja stepping mm -hmm. down as coach, but still staying with the org. Yeah, so get, good luck to him. Yeah. Fit, get into a, a tighter role, basically. Yeah. Something that more can uh, utilize his skill set. And that's, there, that to me, that's why I'm looking at SSG. That's why I'm looking at G1 is that it's, it feels like they're focused on having people be where they can excel. Yeah. Which is great. Exactly. That's what separates a good business from a bad business. So good for him. Glad to hear he's sticking with it and uh, glad to hear that uh, they have uh, apparently found a place for him to utilize his skill set. Love that. Love it. All right. Some status quo news. They released Clutch, Hutches, there's a Z, and Dark Matter. So looking to make some changes over there. Yep. Oxygen drops their Halo roster. They said, today we release our Halo team with Nemesis, Bohm, and Tritons. They brought nothing but joy and W's to the Oxygen name. We wish them nothing but success moving forward. Hit them hard, boss. For those who don't recall, Collect was playing for that roster, but he was on loan from Native. Mm -hmm. So that is why, obviously, Collect is not included in that tweet because he wasn't officially part of that roster. Speaking of Native. Yes. What's going on with Native gaming? That's a great question. <laughs> Mickwin put out a tweet. He says, I'm very excited to compete, but I absolutely did not miss roster change moments. I've lost four years of my life the the last week, I STG. Swear to God. Swear to God. Ah, I was like, what the? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, things are looking good overall still, but the constant whirlwind of things changing is stressful as hell. Hopefully should have an announcement soon. Yes. Some hoaxer news in that as well. I will no longer be moving forward from this point on with Native Gaming as their Halo coach. This decision was made solely by me, as I ultimately thought it best to do so. Nothing but positive things to say about Native Gaming and the folks there. All love and thank you. Details on what's next coming soon. 
Also, whoever comes into coach behind my guy, make one better be about it. And then a Reddit thread, McWin posted, there was a behind-the-scenes whirlwind this last week or so that made a different opportunity for him arise. Things have been dot, 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 crazy to say the least. Yes. Yes. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, rumors floating about that uh, Elamite and Hoaxer will join up. Or Elumnite and Hoaxer will join up. The, the, the brothers duo. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so rumors are they'll join up, and we'll see what happens there. Um, and then what I did not include in the show notes that, uh, someone not grim mentioned in the chat as well is, so there is a supposed, there's a rumored roster for, uh, Sentinels, um, where it would be renegade frosty Royal two and snake bite. Um, so lethal would not be there anymore. Renegade would get supposedly what he wanted all along, which is to be on Sentinels. Mm. Um, alongside those other guys. And again, it's all rumored right now. Nothing's been confirmed. Uh, so you can take anything, anything and everything with a grain of salt. The reason why I didn't include it is because it literally came from a singular Reddit post of a person who doesn't necessarily have the best track record. So didn't really want to include it in the show because it hasn't really been talked about in a more official capacity. Um, but if it turns out to be true, that roster is incredibly scary. Um, there, there's a thing. People complain, not complain. People po- like to like to poke fun and point out uh, lethal stats. Right, that's kind of the running thing during the last season. Right, was yeah. that lethal didn't have the slays to stay and. Everybody said that he was dragging the team down. And then the rumors started floating around that Renegade wanted out of cloud nine, but he wanted to join up with Sentinels. So lethal was going to be dropped, blah, blah, blah. Um, Renegade eventually goes up to phase. There's that. Um, I never looked at lethal as being a detriment to the team. The reason why I say that is because while his stats wouldn't necessarily show like in the kill feed or whatever, the fact of the matter is there's, there's real, there's when you have a chemistry of a team that's stuck around for so long and have won for so often and so long together, I would assume maybe this is me being naive, but I would assume that they have what it takes to work through things together because they've been doing it for so long. And at the same time, they know their play styles so incredibly well between one another that it was, it was known that lethal was the guy who did the dirty work, right? He was the one that wouldn't necessarily show up on the kill feed unless he was getting killed. LMAO. But uh, no, like he would be doing the dirty work. He would get, he would be getting his team, his teammates in position to make a play. Um, He'd make an objective play when needed. Um, He would go in, get information. He'd clean up something. If he'd had the ability to, he, he was that dirty work player for that team. So there's that. Uh, Funky. So as you say that, but Sentinel's roster is full of huge egos. I mean, dude, we're talking about competitive Halo here, man. What team isn't? Not necessarily huge, but what team isn't full of egos? That's a good point. Like, we're literally talking about competitive Halo here. 
Even in comparison? Come on. But uh, I think everybody's got to have a little bit of ego in them, especially if they're playing this fucking game. But no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, it is. It is what it is. But like I said, this roster is not confirmed. Nobody's confirmed it in an official capacity. We'll have to wait and see if this actually becomes a real thing. And like I said, if it is a real thing, that team is scary. They were, and people may hate me for saying this, they were already scary with lethal. So if you take somebody who is, we know, a better slayer than him, and you put him on that team, they're fucking terrifying. Oh, man. But we'll have to wait and see. Carnage says, why does everyone give the same PR answers when they leave? It's always, this is my decision. I only have positive things to say. If it's all positive, then why leave? Because Carnage, it sounds like something else came up for him. If we're talking about hoaxer in this scenario. If we're like going back to that for a second. Yeah, someone else uh, put in chat. Where did it go? And he's always been nice. Like he's never, he's never had necessarily negative things to say. And at the same time, you never want to close doors or burn bridges yep. on your way out. Yep. Is that what the comment yep. was? Malamalo said that. Yep. Really comes down to not burning bridges. Never know when you might need to play or work with someone again. Exactly. And he's never necessarily said anything negative either, even to us individually. Like it's, there's never been anything negative. It's just, he, he wants to do what's in the best interest for him. So, and that's, that's all we want. We want him to do what's in the best interest for him. And it sounds like from what Mickwin said, something else came up, a different opportunity came up for hoaxer and he wanted to take that opportunity. And obviously there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying you're saying there's nothing, there, there's something wrong with that because I know you're not, but you, whatever. Um, Jesus Bryce says, is Snake Bite going to be begging for objective help? Oh, uh, we'll see what happens, man. Like I said, that, that roster is not confirmed. I don't want, this is the problem with, oh man, this is the problem with esports, I guess in general, but specifically in the competitive Halo sense, somebody reads something online and they're like, oh my fucking God, that's it. It's not it. It's not it until it comes out in an official capacity. Okay. Fuck you, Funky. Great name, by the way. But fuck you. <laughs> do not do that. God. But no, if, if that roster does happen to be true, that's going to be fucking insane. Like, I already... Because if FaZe were sticking together, and for, and for all intents and purposes right now they are, because nothing else has been said, but if that FaZe roster is sticking together, I said last season that I'm not counting them out anymore. I refuse. I'm not going to do that. So there's that. And Funky, thank you for the fucking Samarito. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated. Um, Let's see here. Not Grim says, remember back in the day of Halo 3 uh, when it felt like the Wild West with roster changes? If it weren't literally the best player on the team, you were at risk of getting dropped and it was awesome. I mean, I still kind of feel like that's kind of the case right now. Because teams want to win. Now, contract negotiations are a whole other fucking ordeal because of, org of major organizations in play now. But, like, realistically, if you think about it, I'm, I am guaranteed that these top four teams, these top six teams help top eight teams. 
we already know that we already know the teams that don't place very well, make changes all the fucking time. Like those can't really be tracked very well, but like these top eight, top six teams, I'm guaranteed they're all looking at each other and they're like, who can we get that can set ourselves over the top? That can bring us to that next level. You already know they are. It's just all these conversations are happening behind closed doors. And that's why one of our slogans that we say all the time is we'll have to wait and see. Because you could take this person who said on Reddit that I have intel that Sentinels are going to be this and didn't actually include any intel in the post. You can take that person as gospel when really you shouldn't. You should just wait and see. That's it. Mar, thank you very much. It's good to see you as well. Welcome back. All right, Will. Is that it for Ostromania? That's all we got. Let's get into some upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Louise sports needs. Daily tournaments, they're back. Z-League daily tournaments and First Blood daily tournaments. If they're happening, they're happening, and you can sign up for that shit. Um... And Maddie, okay, fucking A. We'll circle back for just a second. Maddie says, the Reddit post is apparently the first time that rumor has been posted online, but it's been heavily spread elsewhere. Correct me if I'm wrong, Maddie, but had it been previously spread elsewhere in like the sauna Discord server or whatever the fuck? My point stands, guys. My point stands. Don't take everything you read online as gospel. Just wait for an, I know it's super fun to get all caught up in the rumor hype. Oh my God. What the fuck could this mean? Holy shit. Is Pistola going to come back? What's going to happen? Just don't, you know, just don't just take a, just take a pill. Relax. Ruby hacks. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Just relax. Now it's been officialized by HGS Protect. Get the fuck out of here! It's not! God. It's like, I hate all of you. That's what a commentator wrote, but there's more to it as always. And like you said, nothing confirmed. Thank you. Nothing's been confirmed. So we move on to the upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCobble.com. Check out NoobCobble.com for all your Hillary sports needs. That's run by Maddie Rums in the chat right now. <sighs> Maddie says, I've nothing for months. We need to talk about something. Well, let's talk about the upcoming tournaments of the week. On Tuesday, January 3rd, Halo Rec League FFA series. And on the 4th and the 5th, we have the Halo Rec League weekly matchups. They're taking place. Malum says, bless you to Will. Thank you. On Saturday, January 7th, we have the Space Station Gaming Spartan Snowdown qualifier in the Honda Fan Cup finale. That's it for the upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all Hey or Hey Louise sports needs. Not Grim says, think Tony said he heard from another reliable source that it might happen. Uh, I also watched that video from him. Well, I watched his stream from earlier because the video will post tomorrow. We're recording on Monday, he posts his video on Tuesday, but he streams on Monday. Regardless, it doesn't matter because it's not confirmed. That's it. And he also ran off of the Reddit post that took place. And this is not a dig at Tony. Like, Tony's amazing. We love, we stand. Why not be reckless, aka? Why not be casting, aka? Kind of frick a frick a frick a frick a big deal. If you don't know, now you know. Love Tony. But again, it's all rumor. 
And I'm not saying this is like, if it becomes confirmed that that roster is a real thing, I'm not saying this is like people come in here and be like, see, they fucking told you so. No, it's because we don't know yet. That's all. I'm just trying for people to set expectations. I know it's hard, but you got to try. You got to try. You got to try. Got to try. Shut up, Maddie. Go fuck yourself. Scrim and tournament league recaps. Well, why don't you, why don't you talk about them? Yeah. Uh, let me just write down this timestamp real quick. All right, here we go. The rumored Sentinels roster one shot. Welcome to the live show, by the way. And it's all rumored. It's not fucking confirmed. Yeah, I'm going to fucking leave. <laughs> I'm just going to take my Come. G&T and GTFO oh, yeah. off this SET set. set. Yeah. God damn it. All right. Well, if you go, can you make me another? No, just kidding. All it's right. good, isn't it? It's good. It's yeah, good it stuff. Good. Um, tournament league recaps. We'll start off with the TK Halo 3 squad battle draft tourney. This took place on the 17th of December. We weren't here. No. <laughs> No, I'm confused because there's six people on each team. It, it, yeah, it's a squad battle. Squad battle, okay. Yeah, squad battle. I didn't know what that meant. Fourth place uh, included High I'm Mellow, Planet Lithium, Grizzly, Hagstrom's, OG, I'm going to go D-Rock, and the baby's not mine. We did not confirm it, by the way. He is joking in the chat. We did not confirm it. Thank you, Maddie Grumps. Third place went to Catastrophe, Invincible, Rage Rips, Zachary, uh, DMT and stuff, and then Infamous Killer. Infamous? Infamous? Yeah, sure. Infamous? Infamous. <laughs> you know, just put a little, it's infamous. It's, it's a little, little oomph on it, you know? Second place went to Vaporeon, Anthrax, uh... Nice get. Um, Collect, thank you. Ishram a lot. DJ Bombasta and Revo. And we're. Thank you, Collect. <laughs> I was getting interrupted. First place it's went famous. to Scotta 99. Gory Figment. Uh, Cypress? Ritus? Cypress? Uh. Dan Rambry and Halo OnlyFans and Feast. Here you go. Thank you so much. Uh, anyway. Hey, Collect, what's the native roster? Or the Sentinels roster. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking A. Oh, no. Oh, no. While we wait, we'll go through the Honda Fan Cup 1v1 qualifier number four that took place on the 18th of December. I know you're free agent collects. <laughs> Seventh through eighth place, uh, Titan and Evolving. Fifth, sixth was Super CC and Gunplection. Fourth went to Claim. Third, Gilkey. Second went to the DD Sam. And first went to Trippy. The DD Sam playing on mouse and keyboard. Yes. Taking second. Yes. Also, uh, while we like, we obviously wish you the best collect, we want you to be on the best team possible. Uh, Hopefully you'll be you'll be able to tell us what 
it went down later, but like, you know, DMs open and all that shit. Love you. And last but not least. Just to be happy. That's all. Europa Halo Nations Cup. Mm. Mm. We'll run through them all. Might as well. Guess what? We were right. Yeah, baby! Well, we were! You were right, but... Hey, we, I said for both of us. Yeah, yeah. Our predictions were correct. Hot damn. Let the record show that sometimes we get them right. Most of the time we get them wrong, but sometimes we get them right. Taking fifth through eighth. Uh, France won. But they didn't. They lost. <laughs> uh, this was uh, Shady, Bastos, uh, Yumi, and Ass Horizon. Sure. Uh, Netherlands won. Hybrid, hybrid, mighty, ill, illberation, and mighties. Also in fifth through eighth, Germany two. Blizz, Zufa, Kimbo, and Ebby. And then France, four, also in fifth through eighth. Benz, Remrex, Imdestroy, and Mayadir. I don't know. I'm messing up on gamer tags again. It's been a while. Fourth place, Ireland won. ZJO, Sam Shots, Glory GGs, and... Mitzi. Third went to Finland. One. This was systematic. Marvies, Crossman, and I'm gonna go with Zach. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Second went to England. Six. Flux, Hollers, Lumizer, and Sticka. And first went to England. Three. Simply Gambit, Jimbo, Snakey, and Quadios. There we go for your Europa Halo Nations Cup. Want to see something? What What are you doing? Oh. Haha, <laughs> fuckers. Oh, no. <sighs> what? We'll see. I know, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sharing with anybody, Maddie. You can go fuck yourself. Don't believe all the rumors you hear online, bitches. Well, shall we get into our first topic of the week? Oh, yeah, we got one of those. Let's do it. The organizational struggle. So Burns, uh, formerly of E-United, put out this long thread that I actually liked a lot and uh, helps kind of shine a light on esports organizations and how they can progress into the new year, into the future in general, and kind of shining a light on what works and what doesn't work and why you've seen some organizations close their doors, so on and so forth. So let's get into it. And the reason why we're including this as a topic of this week's show is because this heavily can pertain to what has happened within competitive Halo where you've seen rosters being dropped completely. You've seen organizations leave entirely. So here we go. This is what Burns said. From a pure competitive perspective on esports, I personally believe I personally believe we are about to go through a dark age in our industry. We are seeing the consequences of organizations overspending, scaling beyond their means, and publishers not caring for their esports accounts. This ripple effect can't be blamed on any party in particular. 
It's combined. It's a combined formula from the economy, non-existent return, returns on investments, and failed accountability. You also have to factor that most high-profile titles have franchised. If you aren't in the big boy leagues, you have to be uniquely positioned. Only a few non-franchised orgs have figured out a way to diversify and stay sustainable. I would encourage players and agents to not be greedy next year. Salaries might look different as organizations are altering their strategies and or staying afloat until they land larger deals with sponsors, publishers, or collaborative partners as organizations reduce their spending or make layoffs. Will esports come out better than this? Better from this? Hell yes, it will. It's not going anywhere. Sponsors, orgs, publishers are maturing and becoming more knowledgeable on operating in our dynamic and evolving space. Also, to add some positivity, organizations who have operated in a frugal manner who have helped who have healthy renewal dates going into uh, renewal deals going into 2023 can take some weight off and acquire more market share from a mobile content creator or pro team POV. Last note, I think it's important that we all continue to look out for each other. If you count 100 relevant organizations plus every notable publisher and multiply that number by five to 10 people, depending upon their staff size, you will realize our industry is still small. Each person has a voice and can help one another. We should all be collectively pushing the industry forward, sharing thoughts and ideas, including giving feed, uh, giving back to the next wave of players and talents so they don't make the same mistakes. From Adam Apicella, he says, this has been a flaw of the team business since day one. They need sustainable revenue in a real business model. Valuations don't mean anything if you are losing tons of money with no real viable product. That said, Publishers are investing more than ever, okay? And to turn things into a positive light for Halo, believe it or not, Unit Sean, the co-owner and CEO of Space Station Gaming, said, the inflation in esports continues to far outpace the revenue uh, return on investment available. Organizations who solely rely on raised capital and have not diversified outside of competitive teams to bring in revenue are in trouble. 343 has one of the most lucrative and generous esports programs I have ever been a part of. They are the gold standard of what a developer organization partnership should be. And Mickwin uh, quote tweeted that and said, everyone gets all doomer mentality because of the game, rightfully so, but the HCS product and partnerships is something to be proud of as a whole, in my opinion. So to put a fucking bow on that, that's awesome. So there you go. I don't really know if there's much else to talk about there because I think Burns kind of hit the nail on the head on what needs to happen for the future. But what I will say is, is that it's nice to see folks that work directly with the HCS say something positive about it, especially from a business perspective. Because we don't get to see, we don't really see that all too often, it's a lot of negative in the space. You see a lot of negativity in the space. An organization drops their roster. Oh, the game's fucking dead. Um, an organization leaves the title. Oh, the game's fucking dead. I knew this was going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. But to hear from somebody within that that is in the partnership program still, that is still within the partnership program, um, it sounds like everything's all hunky dory. So, and that's great to see.
It's great to see. All right. Will, I know what you're doing right now. Because yeah. it's time for our second topic of the week. Actually, before we even do that, I want to say uh, chilled. Welcome to the live show. Hope you're enjoying it. And uh, our second topic of the week. I said we'd do it. We're going to do it now. It is the HCS Pro Talk Awards, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, last year, we did this as well. Or did we do this last year? Yes, we did. Okay, so last year we did this as well. Throughout the year, we have a Google Doc that we add to, again, throughout the entire year. And this Google Doc contains a list of who we believe have the best gamer tags of the year, who we believe have the worst gamer tags of the year, who we believe have the best team names of the year, and who we believe have the worst team names of the year. So we thought we would give out some awards that literally don't mean anything. You don't get a trophy. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. And uh, we have our list. Will has been going through said list. I've been highlighting my votes. So okay. Will has been we highlighting should have, we his should have votes. discussed this in advance. It's okay. We do it live. This is what we do. We do it live. So, without further ado, adieu, adieu, further adieu, I agree with you on the, okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, Will, we got the drum roll ready to go. It's on there? All I right. think so. I hope Hopefully, so. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, sure. I think it is. Let's, uh, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, our first award for worst gamer tag of the year goes to Do you want to try to pronounce it? It's like Hrmgel. H R Y M G E L. We still don't know. This individual has been around for quite some time, earlier than last year. I mean, earlier than 2022, it's just we finally included him on the 2022 list. And congratulations, Rumgel or whatever the fuck you say your name. You win the HCS Pro Talk Award for Worst Gamer Tag of the Year 2022. See, if you scroll down far enough, our <laughs> last year's picks are on there. It's perfect. Perfect. Oh, and... Rorch made it into okay. Well, Rorch is technically a runner, the runner up, up last year, and too. he's a runner up this year too. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our worst team name of the year for 2022. Wish you could put up the tags on screen so we could see. What, oh, oh, sorry, my bad. I, I'll I'll plan for this next year. My bad. It's kind of on the spot thing. It is. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you the HCS Pro Talk Award for worst team name of 2022. LLNM. No one knows. It wasn't, I, if I recall, it wasn't even like coinciding with their gamer tags or their names or anything. Like we have no idea. Why I have literally changed. no idea. We should have, we also should have taken what tournament it was from. Yeah. That wolf side. That's the funny part. No fucking idea. No idea. 
I don't think it stood for like the the players' names on the team. I don't think it was a brief. Like I don't think it was first letters from names. Like it, it just fucking made no sense. So there's that. <coughs> All right. Will's typing out right now. You can you can keep going. Go for it. Well, he, oh God, here's okay. Oh, how how are we not okay? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it. I'm highlighting this one because I think this is it's incredibly offensive. It is incredibly offensive, but I think it is funny. It's worth it. Okay, it's kind of funny. <laughs> All right, let's. Here are our nominations for. Should we do a Twitch vote for this? We can do a Twitch vote because I like all three of them. All right, guys, we are going to do a poll for the next two. One of them being the best team name of the year. And the other one being the best gamer tag of the year. So, yes, we will do Twitch polls for this. If you were tuning in live, you could do it. You could do fucking join in in the fun. Um. But if you're not part of the Twitch chat right now, I'm sorry. It is it, it is what it is. You kind of missed out. But hey, that's okay. It's okay. Do it next year, you know? What are we starting? What are we starting with here? Our nominations for the best team name of 2022. We really should have had award music. Next year. Right? All this is like, oh fucking should have done this, should have done that. We were gone for like three weeks. Give me a fucking break. Collect says I have to be top three in both of these lists. Collect, how, what do you mean? What What team name could you have possibly contributed? God, next year's going to be an awesome award show. I agree, Justice. Welcome back, by the way. It is going to be a great one. We love anime. How is that? Come on. How is, no, just wait till you hear what the fuck we have. Okay. Just wait till you hear what we have. Are you ready, Will? Yeah. We're, how Should we do like a two-minute, three-minute poll? Not too long. You get a minute to vote. Minute to vote. You get a minute, okay? Minute on the clock starts now. All right. And our nominees for best team name of 2022 are the Chumbawambas. They get knocked down. They get up again. Ain't nothing going to keep them down. We have Snapes on a plane. And then we have Taint Tuggers. Like I said, very offensive, very inappropriate. But Taint Tuggers is pretty fucking funny. If I do say so myself. currently winning with six votes i mean i'm Trumbo just Wumbas. saying man for the record the other team names that we had that we did not include in the nominees are i can't believe it's not butter pretty good too it was thanos was right <laughs> pretty good taco girls ping of the hill and usa like eh. eh. usa eh. there you go ladies and gentlemen the best team name of 2022 goes to. Oh, 
Oh, if we can't see it up there. The Taint Tuggers. Will, are you queuing up the next poll? Yeah, are there any others you wanted to add to that? Let me let me find out. Let me find out. How many choices do you have? Can you put in? Five. Okay. There's five. Give me one second. If you want to remove oh, no. or add. I have to hold on. We want to hang on. Hang on. I have to do this. Just for the audacity of it. You know? Okay. Okay. I think we have our five. I think we have our five. Do matchmaking names go into best gamer tags? What's the criteria? You need to have been included in a tournament recap, a tournament or league recap of our show. So if you basically, if you had a graphic made by Maddie and was put on noobcombo.com, then that would qualify to be on the show. All right. I'm going to put this one up for two minutes. Okay. Your nominees are for, wait, your nominees for best gamer tag of 2022 are T-Banged, T-Banged, Ooh Baby, and she moved, she moved. I go crazy. Dr. Slop Fingers. <laughs> Another horrible one. Frodo Braggins. Pretty good. Pretty it good. Is. Papa solid. Thickness. Another solid one. And I'm toast. <laughs> All caps. All caps. I'm toast. There you go. That. Those are your nominees for best gamer tag of 2022. Got a pretty even spread right now. I ha there's a soft spot in my heart for T banged just because of the amount of jokes I've made on this show because of his name. Yeah. Every single time T banged has showed up in the show. I always do the William hung. Yeah. She Amer banged. Yeah. She American banged. idol audition song. Ooh, baby. Every single time. We're a little more than halfway through. We have a leader. By one vote. Don't tell me. Do not tell me. We're going to have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see. The suspense is killing me. I love Vamp. Hey, wait, the fuck? Like, I am toast? I You have to scream it, you know what I mean? Clutch World, welcome back. Good to see you. Also, uh, Ori, Aura Force, welcome back as well. Good to see you. All right, the voting has seemed to stop. There's just a few seconds left. Okay. I'm ending it. Okay. It's Papa Thickness. Well, the best gamer tag of 2022 goes to... Papa Thickness. Justice says all caps gamer tags should be GA'd. They're way too aggressive. Absolutely not. <laughs> if they're good and they're funny, we're including them. Aura Force, get the fuck out of here with that. Come on now. We love the caps. All right. So 
with without further ado, let's go through the winners again. The worst gamer tag of the year goes to Rumgel. No idea how to fucking pronounce that. The worst team name of the year goes to LLNM. Again, don't know what the fuck that stands for. The best gamer tag of the year goes to Papa Thickness with runners up going to T-Bang, T-Banged, and I'm Toast. And the best team name of the year goes to the Taint Tuggers. And for those who want to know, actually, if you want to know why all caps names kind of get through on this show, the winner last year of best team name of the year was, ah, that was literally it. Just a bunch of capitalized A's. And the runner up last year was team alpha, super awesome, cool dynamite wolf squadron. It's a great name. That's a great name. It's a great name. Also, let's give a shout out to Rorch for winning runner up on worst gamer tag two years running. Oh man. Shout out Rorch. He's, he can be in the pool as long until he's picked. Until he's, he can. I'll give him that. He can. He can. Good for him. All right. Let's get into some regular news. Cannon fodder auditory editions by 343 Industries. I think last year's winners were better. Hey, tell people to step up their fucking game, Fox. It's not our problem. You know, we just pick. Coming in 2023. For Halo Infinite, we'll see the launch of Season 3 Echoes Within on March 7th as we revisit the Spartan Academy. We'll have more to say about this closer to release, but there's a lot of there's a lot to look forward to on this front as we turn our attention to Spartan Din and what the banished AI Iritus is up to. I bet he's pretty fucking irritating. <laughs> season 3's SPI-inspired armor core is coming as well, and as always, each armor piece will have its own bit of lore flavor. This glass is being raised to all the ghosts of Onyx fans out there who have been waiting with unmatched patience for this armor to make its in-game debut. Oh, and remind me to have a word with you all about how our next Fracture event will be a little different from what's come before. Earlier this year, we announced Halo Outcast. The next novel by Troy Denning will see the return of the Arbiter and Olympia Vale. Troy has been recovering well after his open heart surgery and work continues on the book, which, will have formally, which we have formally slated for release on July 25th. Troy, wishing you and yours the best as well. Halo Epitaph, the next novel by Kelly Gay, also a fucking terrible Halo 3 map, which we announced at the Halo World Championship back in October. It's scheduled for release in late 2023. And throughout the year, as stated at the start of the issue, we'll be exploring the Halo universe through elements like cannon fodder, intel, and other avenues. And that's it for the regular fucking news. V-Rod! If I mispronounce it, I apologize. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. It's time for a kind of the games. Oh, my voice just correct. CDL major number one results is by Call of Duty League. Guess what? The Rocker's still not fucking very good. We took 7th, 8th, baby! Guess what? Optic played shitty, too. They got 9th through 12th, but that's besides the point. Because in 2nd place, the Seattle were fucking surging, man. They were surging up there, baby! 
but the subliners just cruise on through and they took first place. So congratulations to them. And uh, it's great to see a new winner at the top. Optic Cod team right now is a fucking mess. They are. Yeah, you see like Dashy removed Optic from his profile or whatever, and the rumors are circulating that it's going to be uh, Scump, Shotzi, Arsides, and some, who else? What's his name? Why am I forgetting his name? I'm forgetting his name. Oh, well. Envor? No, not no. Envor. Was he on COD last year? Oh, RCD's confirmed not joining? No. Oh, no. oh, Pred. That's it. It was Pred. Same thing. Oh, well. Oh, God, we'll have to wait and see. Who the fuck knows? That's why you shouldn't believe everything you read on the fucking internet. Oh. Is it for Kyle Games? Watch! Who knows if the Rocker will do anything? We'll have to wait and see. Side four, Wills Adventures in the Nailovers. All our games too. Well, what'd you play last week? A few games. Uh, Halo Infinite played the winter contingency event. Yeah. Got all you got your Santa hat. Yep. And, and that's pretty much been it. Great. Um, played some God of War Ragnarok. I'm still not very far. Okay. How far would you say you are? I mean, I've played about three hours. Oh, okay. No spoilers, obviously. No. No. You liking it still? Yeah, I want to play more. It's just time. I time. fucking hear you there. And then I'm on the Modern Warfare 2 unlocking guns and camos grind. Yeah. I'm going for platinum on the SMGs. That's what I'm working on right now. Mm. I've gotten gold on a few of them. I need to... I, I I hate the mo the the idea of use this battle rifle and get it to this level to unlock this AR that then unlocks oh. this submachine gun and it's like yeah fuck <laughs> say it with your chest yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ I just it's uh why can't I just progress through the SMGs I don't know I got it you get to use more of the the sandbox so to speak but I don't want to I just want to work on what I want to work on. Anyway. Holy shit. Ken Block died. The driver? Yeah. Whoa, damn. Ken Block, rally car driving champion, action sports star, and DC Shoes co-founder is dead at the age of 55 following a snowmobile accident in Utah. Holy shit. Holy shit's right, man. That's crazy. You're about fucking uh, Jeremy Runner? No. He had, a, he had a snowplow accident, and he's like in critical condition right now. The fuck, people? Yeah. His family like provided an update that he he's in surgery, but like he's in he's in he's incredible critical but stable condition. And yeah, Maddie's bringing up the bills right now. There was a there was a player, um, it was literally blowing up in my texts during the show. Um, there's a player in the bills on the bills who was uh on the who got I don't know what happened to him, but they had to provide CPR to him on the, like during the on the game? field. Yeah, yeah. Is he? Maddie, do we have an update on him? Is he? What's the update on the player on Hamlin? Um, Orfor says, just reading the show notes for the roster mania section. Just got to say, I'm really sad. Oxygen is dropping their Halo team. I always uh, thought they were a good, great dark horse team. I can agree with that, Aura. I can agree with that. He was loaded into an ambulance. Jesus, fuck. 
Tana says he tackled someone that got up and collapsed, and Maddie said the same thing. Jesus Christ, man. That's why, like, you fucking, like, wishing the absolute best to him, obviously. You you hear about this stuff with Tua t- as well? Mm-mm. Tua, every time, like, basically every time Tua Tagovailoa, uh, he's the quarterback for the uh, Miami, Miami Dolphins, for those who don't know. We're going to talk football for just a second um, because it's important, is that basically every time he would get sacked or he'd get tackled behind, he would always, like, fucking land on his head, Right? He was in concussion protocol like three, two or three times, and he was just placed again in concussion protocol. Yeah. Like, football is an incredibly, incredibly dangerous sport. Even with all the safety precautions in place, it's still an incredibly dangerous sport. And I I, I fucking wish the best for Hamlin. I wish the best for Tua. Like, it's just, man, it's scary shit, man. It's dangerous. It's scary and it's fucking dangerous. Maddie says game is temporarily suspended. Good. Good. Sorry to take away from the actual show, but I thought it was important to talk about the things that have happened within the world because it just goes to show you that literally anything can happen, right? With Jeremy Renner, Ken Block, a football player, like anything can fucking happen. So you got to appreciate what you have. You got to live every life. You got to live every day to the fullest that you possibly can. It's life short, man. Life is fucking short. Um, I'll just be quick on mine. I also played through the winter contingency event uh, to answer justice's question. He says, real question is, did you rock the Santa hat? Yes. I'm currently rocking the Santa hat. Thank you. I'm rocking the Santa hat. The, the grenade jingle bells, the spiky ice shoulders, the, like the Iron Man red armor coating, the candy cane visor. You're wintered out. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. I'm wintered out. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, also played some God of War Ragnarok. I am a lot further than you. Um, hence why obviously I'm not saying anything. Uh, and I'm still enjoying it. I will say though. Excuse me. Maybe it's because I haven't had as much time just to like go in and play a lot at once. Maybe it's because of that, that I think I enjoy God of War 2018 more right now. Um, but that's not to say that I'm not enjoying Ragnarok because I am. So there's that. Um, and then I also played some tunic, uh, still trying to work my way through that. And then, um, that game continues to fucking surprise me in good ways. And then I started playing a game called Chained Echoes, which is made by one guy. Huh. And it is an homage to old school Japanese RPGs like Chrono Trigger, uh, Final Fantasy VI, stuff like that. Again, made by one guy, and it's phenomenal. The music was orchestrated by someone else, but like the game is fucking amazing. Riz says, I've been playing Chain Echoes. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Also, welcome to the live show. Go play Chain Echoes. It's cheap. It's on basically everything, and it's great. That's all I played. Will, let's get into some shout outs. Um, I'd say thanks for joining the community play date, but we didn't have one, so I'm going to just, you know, get rid. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We have, oh boy, 
Doom Guy 8181. Magic Moonshot. Shout out Magic. Terraform. Uh, Ruby Hacks and V-Rod. Or V-Road. Again, I apologize for mispronouncing your name. Thank you all for the follows. Greatly appreciated. And then we had Fox Too Quick with the four-month resub. Uncle Pumpy with the Tier 3 seventh-month resub. Justin with the uh, 24-month resub. Raider Hater with the 13 months. Carnage with the five-month Renos. Brian with the 28-month resub. Malamalo with the gifted sub. Funky with the uh, with the uh, first month sub. Thank you very much as well for joining. And you all get a woo! And Maddie Rubs, thank you for being a supporter on Patreon. Greatly appreciated as well. What a legend. Um, Justin says, Canada just won an OT in the World Juniors. Maddie Rums. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking kill me. <laughs> Uh, Riz says that Chained Echoes is on Game Pass. Well, you have no fucking excuse if you have Game Pass. And then Carnage says, I played and finished High on Life. It's amazing. It's a game that I have not started yet. I really wanted to, though. Also on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Also on Game Pass. So there is that. Happy belated birthday to Postums, Clutch, Formal, Louis V. Titan, and Bobetta Feta. Happy belated birthday, gents. Congratulations to Tools, Yu-Gi-Oh! Tools, on graduating from the University of Las Vegas. I want to give him a little shout-out, you know? Good for him getting his degree. I know how much of a pain in the ass it is. Um, so congratulations to you knocking that out. And then shout-out to the following eSports Awards winners. We have Ogre 1 and Ogre 2 with the Lifetime Achievement and eSports Award. Bravo with Color Caster of the Year. Formal with eSports Controller Player of the Year. Optic Gaming with eSports Organization of the Year. And eSports Engine with eSports Supporting Service of the Year. Community Creations, Halo Memes Every Day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo Memes. The Halo Official Displate Brand Shop is up. And uh, the only thing, I don't really like the original designs that they did. It's just a personal preference. But what I do like what they did was they have all the original box art for the mainline Halo titles. Okay. Um, so for those who don't have displates or don't know what displate is, they're metal posters. They're posters, but they're made of metal. What the fuck? Hey. Oh, God. I'm going to mispronounce the name and I feel like an asshole. Shitesy? I really, I, I'm so sorry. Uh, so shout out to you guys for keeping the dream alive. Shout out to you for gifting the fucking subs. Oh, Shieldsy. Shieldsy. Shields A. Shields A. What the fuck? First time chatter gifts some, gifts five subs to Ungwe, uh, Beige, Mr. Davey Havoc, uh, Arrhythmia, and Wes. Thank you all. Thank you so much for the That's gifted amazing. subs. What the fuck? Oh man, could use some HTS Pro Talk prayers. I'm so sorry for the bad news. What's the bad news? And what? Well, he he was watching the game, right? Mm. You're coming. You're coming. And from you said the... I think he's a Bills fan. So hey, wishing you the best. We talked about it earlier. You were obviously watching it live as it happened. Um, but no, we we discussed that as well. Really wishing him the best to pull through. That is, we we talked. Yeah, we fucking sucks. Absolutely fucking sucks. Um, and again, I'm sorry to redirect the conversation again, but again, if you don't know what displates are, they're posters. They're made out of metal. Uh, Halo has an official brand shop now on the disc displate website. 
and uh, they have original designs and they also have the um, Halo box art for like the mainline Halo titles in displayed form if you wanted to get those as well. So they're there for you. And then we have the story of Formal, the greatest FPS player of all time by Breaking Point. It's a great video. Go check it out. And Swole Daddy, we love you too. And thank you for being here. And uh, hey, you got to keep rooting for your team, man. Just keep rooting for them. And uh, like I said, we wish, we wish, we wish him the best. Natana just texts me and says he's not breathing on his own. It looks like. Um, here's what one of the news stations is reporting. This is what she sent me. Uh, Hamlin 24 suffered a hit, got up, remained standing for a few moments and then collapsed without trying to support his fall. First responders, uh, first responders frantically administered, administered CPR. According to the announcer, Joe Buck, he fell at eight 55 PM and remained down for 15 minutes after the hit. Hamlin was given oxygen, placed on a stretcher, hooked up to an IV and eventually carried into an ambulance. The ambulance remained in the tunnel as Hamlin's mother made her way down from her seat in the stands. That's oh my. Hamlin has a pulse, but is not breathing on his own, according to Fox 19's Joe Daneman. Uh, he required an automated external defibrillator on the field. The ambulance is currently on its way to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center with a police escort. So, and we're not medical experts in here. That's not what we do. Um, we can only hope that he's with the best possible care. And... We're just going to have to wait and see. And I don't mean that in like a, in a joking manner. Like I know it's something we say on the show all the time, but it is true. It's, we can't jump to conclusions right now. We just have to wait and see what happens and wishing him the absolute best. And no dad, you're, you're good, man. We talked about it earlier as well. It's, it is okay. We derail on this show all the fucking time. And especially when it's something as important as this, it is quite all right. Quite all right. And Will, with that, actually, is the end of what I've got. So, if you wouldn't mind, on that situation, uh, to plug the show. Well, if you weren't here in the beginning, uh, as Josh said, we do have a Patreon now. Patreon.com slash HGS Pro Talk. Looking to do some extra content, get a couple extra things going. And Justice, with the two-month resub, you get a woo! We have a Patreon. There you go. We have a Patreon. Um, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Like Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast. Not Le- an ad. Yes. Leave us a review. Let others know about the show. God, I wish it was, but it's not. <laughs> um, if you'd like to join the Discord, it's free to join. Links provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show or on our link tree on our Twitter. Go check us out there. Speaking of Twitter, we have one of those, twitter.com slash Talk. A lot of updates and news go out from us to there. Uh, we also have an Instagram, Facebook uh, for social media. Not heavily used, but they're there. Uh, if you want to check out VODs, they're on youtube.com slash Talk. Go check those out. If you want to watch us live, twitch.tv slash Talk. We have a TikTok account, which we need to post to more often than we have. We'll get to it. Don't so, worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, TikTok.com slash at HSProTalk is username there. We have our website, HSProTalk.com, which actually brings you to our site on EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. Make sure to check out the fine folks over there. They have great shows titled Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Builds with Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide for everything else going on in the Halo sphere, I guess. Halo sphere, indeed. Go check it out. Great 
great shows over there. And that's awesome. all I got. Thank you so much. Fuck off, Justin. It's in the cards, okay? We obviously know we have a lot to do. Um, all in wants is awesome time catching this live. Definitely want to keep up and be active in the community. You guys have a great thing going. Hey, thank you so much. And join the Discord if you haven't already. That's where a lot of the other conversations take place. Join up on those. We do community play dates every Friday. Those are coming back this Friday. Um, before we close out, I just want to say again, um, literally today, the day we are recording the show marks our five year anniversary. We have been doing this weekly in some way, form or another for five years as of today. And words can't express how thankful I am for everybody that has taken the time to tune in, whether it be live, the VOD, the audio version, whether it be for a second, a minute, the whole show, whatever it is, words cannot express how thankful I am. We took a short break. We're back now. We launched something cool, something that we're proud of. And I'm just really excited for what we're going to do in the future, whatever that may be alongside this show, obviously. And it's been, it's been five years. Yeah. Five years. Funny thing is it doesn't feel like five years. No. Just, just been going. We started this show before I had a kid. Yeah. Like, it's it's insane. It's been five years. I don't know if you got any left. Oh, but I'm going to raise it one more time. Sure. To I us, I got some water. There you go. Melted to ice. us, to the community, for sticking with us through thick and thin. From five years now. To five years down the line. Whatever happens, happens. Let's keep this fucking train rolling. Fuck you, Maddie Rubs. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 266 of HCS Pro Talk. We'll be back next week. Talk about, I don't fucking know. What's the rule? We'll have to wait and see. That don't don't fucking believe everything you read on the internet. Oh yeah. Okay. Don't be a shitter. Don't be a shitter. Don't be a shitter. Guys, thanks again for everything. We're not going anywhere. We're back now. Back on the grind as usual. And uh I'll even say this. Let us know if you're gonna be in Charlotte. See you there. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us. We'll be back next week. But until then, stay safe. Enjoy every day as much as you possibly can. Know that life is short. And know that as long as we're still kicking, we'll fucking be here. I don't know what we're going to talk about. But hey, if competitive Halo is still going, we'll still do it, baby! We'll be back next week. I've dragged out for too long. But until then, bye bye